dedication. We are parenting for liberation. It's a new generation. We got dedication. We're parenting. For Good afternoon. This is Trina Green Brown with Parenting for Liberation. I'm here with Gina Holiday, who is the creator, owner of an art and illustration design studio called Spoonful of Faith. She is an incredibly talented illustrator and graphic designer. Um, She recently was noted in Essence Black Girls Draw for the incredible, beautiful work she's doing to honor Black motherhood with her hashtag 100 Days of Motherhood SOF. Welcome to the podcast, Gina. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am excited to have you here. So just to like name how we connected, because it's always just kind of serendipitous how people, how people and mothers and other parents, particularly black parents are connected um, virtually. And so someone had mm-hmm. shared with me this Essence article about you highlighting your work um, that you're doing around black mothering. And I was like, yes, I was just like so excited <laughs> and it's so beautiful. And I was like, I want to know Thank how you. you do this work. Tell me more about it. And also just the message that you had um, was just so impactful around the importance of honoring um, black mothering as a pathway towards, towards revolution. Um, so thank, thank you for joining me. Um, I am still like I'm meeting you today for the first time as as are the listeners. So do you want to give us a little bit more background about who you are and your parenting identity? Sure. So um, I'm a mom and a wife. I have two children, uh, Layla and AJ, a four year old and a two year old. See, I live in Minnesota and Ooh, which is really cold. cold. I don't know why. I don't know why we <laughs> it's live here. So cold there. <laughs> Every year we like, go through this whole like, why are we here again? Um, but this is home. And so, um, that's where we raise our kids. And, um, about five years ago, I started a blog, which was called Spoonful of Faith. Um, before that I had my own personal blog for about five years. And then I decided to dive into something new. Um, and through that blog, I started sharing my faith, my family, um, as well as like my art and, um, it was basically kind of like a journey to discovering the creativity that was inside of me and the art um, was just a reflection of like what was inside of me. So um, Spoonful of Faith now, I've been doing Spoonful of Faith as like art and illustration and in like graphic design for this will be my third year fully in business uh, full time. And so that's a little bit about me. Um, what else? I've been married to my husband for, what is it, 2018? I don't have to go back and figure out how many years it's been. Uh, <laughs> four years. And we were we dated for like five years before, but we've been married for four. Um, and so, I don't know, it's been a nice, adventurous ride into it all. And that's just a little bit about me. There's a lot more, but. Thank you. <laughs> I love yeah. the way that you um, describe doing this work as a calling, um, a calling to the mm-hmm. creativity that lives within you. And I just think about the creativity that lives within so many folks and how um, they need vehicles to untap that. 
And so like, mm-hmm. what, what inspired you um, are allowed you to tap into that creativity? What unlocked it for you? Um, truthfully, my personal relationship and faith with God kind of started that. And I think, um, well, here's the thing. I've been super creative since I was young. I grew up in a family, a large family. I'm out of seven kids. I'm the middle child out of those seven kids. And my parents, while they took great care of us, they did not have everything to give us all the time, which made me and my sisters and my siblings, I have four sisters and two brothers, but it made all of us super creative with like what we had. Like we used to, I mean, I learned, I started learning like HTML and coding when I was in middle school because I wanted a a cute website and I couldn't afford to pay anybody for it. So I was like, I got to learn this myself. So it's always been inside of me, but, um, basically what as I was going through school I started to listen to more of like what society said and even like my teachers or other people saying that like a path following art and creativity wasn't going to get me money it wasn't going to pay my bills so instead of going towards that I actually went to school for marketing and business because people said oh go you know go to school for business and I'm like well the most creative side of business is marketing. And so that's kind of like where I um, started it all. But about four years ago, I rediscovered my faith and um, I just really felt like this strong pull inside of me to do all of those things that I had done as a child now. Like why had I stopped this, um, this calling on me um, just because of what the world said. And when I started to like walk in that and step in it, I started sharing my work and people were like, are you kidding me? Like you didn't go to school for this. This is crazy. Like, this is amazing. And I'm like thinking like, no, like this is, this is crazy. This, this is crazy to me as it is to you. Um, but that was honestly what inspired me to start Now, at the same, around the same time, I became pregnant with my first child and, um, Becoming a mother really, really pushed me even further into that um, because I knew that I'm just like the type of person that like, I don't like to talk about stuff if I'm not going to do it. Like I have to be about it. I can't just sit and have conversations all day long about, oh, I should think big. I should dream and I should go after these things. I have to like take the action steps to do it. So um being a mom, I started thinking like, I can't tell my daughter that she can be anything, that she can dream, you know, she can dream, she can go after the things that are inside of her heart if I am not doing it myself. And what better um, teacher, you know, can I be to her to show her like the real side of it all if I'm the one that's doing it too. And so like once I became a mom, that like propelled me even further into that um, just because I really wanted to walk in that truthfully and then also show my daughter that she can do it as well and um so I would say that was my faith and like motherhood were truly my inspiration um to get me started on that path oh thank you so much you know I hadn't prepared that question but it just was coming up for me um about what made it possible for you to step into that Mm -hmm. I imagine a lot of parents and folks who are listening really want to step out on faith and they want mm-hmm. to do something creative and they might not enjoy their like day to day. And so 
just mm-hmm. hearing what inspired you to do that. It was your faith. And also I, I was wondering, I was curious about like, okay, in the timeline that you gave, I was like, when did she have her first child? Because I was like yeah. wondering if there was some connection between um, the conceiving of a child and also the conceiving of creative oh, yeah. ideas. Like there's such um, a powerful connection to this idea of creating new life or um, mm-hmm. birthing a new experience that it also creates the possibility like if you can birth this you can birth this other creative project right um right so, so that's really um inspiring so I hope folks who are listening who have that that idea that people might say it's crazy and you shouldn't do that like step out mm-hmm. on faith and do it um and I don't want to be I don't want to limit faith to like a particular religious background just like in big mm-hmm. like step out on your own um your own sense of possibilities because the possibilities Mm -hmm, absolutely yeah so thanks for sharing that story about how you started and also um what inspired you and in looking at your website it's super full of many things folks should check out spoonful of faith um online um but there was a particular one that i thought there there's multiple things um but one in particular was the mother creative because again it's related to this idea of mothering and creativity um, tell me what that one is about, that piece of your projects, because you have multiple. Yes. So last year, um, I just felt like I need to create a space for women. Um, and it's not just for moms, but it's called Mother Creative because I want mothers to feel like um, they, the space is for them as well. And um, just a space that we can come together and empower each other. Um, as well as I can give them tools and experiences that I've had um, so we can, for people to go after their God-given dreams and become everything that they're created to be. And I think like when people become mothers, there's a lot of things that shift, right? So like you said, it's like there's a conceiving and birth that comes in. And for some, it's like it pro- propels them. Like for me, it propels me. But some, it makes them feel really stuck. They don't know how to move forward um, after the things that they've either desired or dreamed, um, or they they just think they might think that like, oh, I'm just supposed to mother, and I don't know how to juggle it all and balance it all. And so this was um, like an initiative, I guess, really to like <laughs> create a space that didn't exist, or I didn't feel like it existed, um, to like challenge um, to get creative in your life as it as it is today, right now, um, and then to just walk through, like, each season with them, explaining that, like, it, every season is not going to look the same. Some seasons are going to be really tough, and you're not going to feel like you have time for creativity, but if you um, continue to water it, it can grow into something even even greater. So um, I have a community on Facebook that have joined through Mother Creative. What I also do is I write blog posts. Um, giving experience and tips, as well as I do like seasons where I do interviews with women that are in um, creative fields and and following after their passions and dreams. And I, you know, we kind of give like the back story of how they got there and like what's continuing to drive them. And I think that helps for uh, the women that are a part of this community to see that you can do it. You know, these are other people that have gone before you that are doing it, you're not alone. And I think that is like, for me, I needed this type of resource, but it did not exist. So then I decided I was going to create it. 
Um, and so that is just a little bit of Mother Creative. You have to go to the website and look around and join the Facebook group. Um, what I do in the Facebook group is I, we kind of a lot of times have a lot of conversations around things. Um, but also this year, every month I do a live workshop in the, in the Facebook group. So for January, we talked about uh, vision boards and like I showed them how I create vision boards, gave them ideas about doing their own. Um, and then for February, we're going to be talking about bravery and going after um, our God dreams and conquering fear. So um, every month there'll be like something exciting and fun in the, in the Facebook group to join in with. And that's just a little bit about Mother Creative. I mean, it's a lot of words, but it's a little bit about all that it is. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to um, check out that Facebook group so I can see what you're up to and also <laughs> what the community is up to. Um, it's really cool to be in community with other parents who have different experiences uh -huh. that are, might be or similar experiences or who have been through similar challenges that can inspire and motivate. Um, it's really important to be like sharing tools and strategies. And, you know, that's kind yes. of a lot of what this podcast and, and, and the website Parents for Liberation is about. It's about sharing those tools about how to be um, more liberated in our parenting. And, and, and you know that this podcast and project is explicitly for black children and black parents and so thinking about the article that you were highlighted in in essence um i wanted mm -hmm. to talk about that piece around black mothering because i know you do work with a diverse group in minnesota and also mm -hmm. virtually um but this particular mm -hmm. work was explicitly around um, black mothering and so why did you feel it feel called and felt it was important to highlight black mothering Honestly, as an illustrator and artist, there are many great like artists and illustrators out in the industry. Um, but as far as like uh, people of color that are doing it, there are some amazing people out there, but we're not being highlighted as, as much. And so, um, like you said, I follow or I help a, a diverse group of people. And what I um, would see in, you know, in different ways was a lot of people that were not people of color being featured in illustrations and, and things. And I, I was like, there's something really special about motherhood, period. But um, when you add the layer of being a black woman and a mother, I feel like um, many times we, women are overlooked and I, and I don't, um, I don't necessarily agree with that or like that. And I felt like this was a way for me to shine a light on women um, that are just in the grind of motherhood and doing what they were called to do and, you know, chosen to raise these children in this day and age as women of color. And I thought that was strong um, enough to do like a hashtag about. And what I did was I just picked women that, inspired me online or just women, just everyday women. Like I just wanted to show everyday moments of motherhood with women, black women. And um, that was kind of like what, what started it was because I wanted to see that represented. And then what kept it going was like, every time I shared a mom, it was like fireworks. Okay. In the black community and just, I mean, in, in, 
that diverse community and, and everywhere because women um, weren't seeing that. And it was like, yes, like we <laughs> want to lift up and be in community with this woman. And, and it was just a really good way to do community over competition and not be so focused on who is doing this better or um, in any of that. It was just telling their stories um, and just shining the light. And I think like what a lot of women got out of it was that they were seen. And I think that was necessary. And um, the project is still going on. I haven't had as much time to um, focus on it right now, but I'm not, I have not reached 100 moms yet. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm about like halfway through. Um, but it, and I think it'll change a little bit as far as like what type of illustration work I'll do with it. But what I really loved was being able to just empower women and kind of secretly do that. Like they didn't know that they were going to be featured and it was just, you know, them coming online or, or wherever and then seeing that somebody saw them and thought that the work that they were doing in the everyday was good enough to be um, shared and, and shine a light on it. And um, I just, women of color don't see that every day. And I thought that was an awesome opportunity for me to jump into that and to use my gift as a, as a gift to others. And so that's kind of the heart behind um, 100 Days of Motherhood. And I'm just excited that there's a lot more work that I can do with it. And um, it was interesting and exciting and all these things to be featured by, by Essence because um, it was just an honor because I was doing it more for those women and that wasn't doing it for me. And um, just to be like seen that way was an honor to me. So um, overall, it was just, it's just been a really, really, really great, inspiring and exciting project to work on. Yeah, it was, I mean, folks, check out the hashtag. It's 100 Days of Motherhood SOF, which stands for Spoonful of Faith. Um, mm -hmm. And I also like that idea of like not being competitive and wanting to support and uplift one another. I was like, I want to support this project. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want you to do a picture of me and my kid. Um, and <laughs> that process was really interesting, right? Because that's, mm -hmm. that's typically not how you normally do it. You, you normally select folks. And I came right. to you like, this is beautiful. This is incredible. I want to share it with other folks. I want to highlight it. And also, how can I support the work? And your creativity and your mm -hmm. and so and so I actually just got my piece today um electronically yeah. it is gorgeous mm -hmm. um <laughs> and it like captured this intimate moment between me me and my son we were having a photo shoot so it wasn't even like I was like <laughs> you know you were like send me candid photos and I was like okay I'm sending mm -hmm. you photo shoots which is not candid but even with it, <laughs> we had this candid moment because I was leaning in to kiss him and he didn't want my red lipstick on his face. So he was like smiling and gritting and <laughs> leaning away like, oh, no, she's going to put those red lips on my face. Um, and so there's, <laughs> there's like this cute tension in the photo where I'm like eyes yeah. closed, leaning in to kiss. And he's like smiling, but also cringing. <laughs> <laughs> that probably explains our relationship a little bit. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, 
he hates that photo actually he's like why do you like to use that like we use it on our on something for our birthdays and he's like mom why do you like using that photo and I'm like because it is so (laughs) accurate of our relationship you know Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like even going through that process and actually start picking a photo and like trying to think about, um, what does it mean to just have like the day-to-day interactions of mothering be highlighted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because there are, you know, um, we do family photo shoots and stuff like that for holidays. And so I was like trying to get a really cute one, right. you know, and you're like something candid. And I thought that that was really impactful because <laughs> I was like, you know, we don't normally post pictures or take pictures of the candid moments. I was like, right. I was like scouring through like my Instagram and Facebook and I was like, I only save the photos that I think are nice, which means that like they were staged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so, that's true. And so I was like, huh. It it just made me go down the like the rabbit hole in my head around um, you know, how we perform mothering. Yeah. Um, and it has to always be polished and pretty and you know, we only put the pictures that make us look like we are doing being the perfect quote-unquote or best. yeah we don't like put the pictures up when like the house is a hot mess or you know okay dirty and the dishes ain't clean and the laundry's mm-hmm. on the floor you know like all of the like or like when we're like I was telling you earlier before we got started recording like the moment that we had this morning where I'm like on in the car like frustrated at my son because he didn't do his homework on time Mm -hmm. so like if we took a photo of that moment like I would look like probably some enraged beast and he would look like some (laughs) like sad and frustrated child right and like that would not be like that would be a candid moment but I wouldn't have a photo of that because I'd be embarrassed right but that is the reality of parenting right it's about the moments that Mm -hmm. were not all polished and pretty and so I appreciate you like Mm -hmm. you know requesting the candid moments um, to honor the like not so pretty parts of mothering but also you yeah take the not so pretty parts and actually make them really beautiful thank you I think and I think that's really like a great part about the project is like to show like the like you said like those not so pretty um, or the hard moments like there's beauty in like hard and painful things sometimes and we don't um, see it that way but we should and I think that's one I think that's why when I when I do give these to the moms, they are like just like over the moon. First of all, because it's their kid, like they love their kids, like they're like obsessed with their kid, right? But then it's like, damn, you know, like a lot of times we see, we even see this online. So many moms um, don't even show their faces; they just show their kids. They don't even show like like you're a part of this too, you know. And so um, I think that that's really like to me it like makes my heart like swell to like give that to somebody um so I'm glad that I could be a part of that for you and like that that was I really love yours I really I can't wait to share it I'm like waiting for you to share it so that I can share it oh you can share it first go ahead you'll share it and then I can link okay. it so that everyone will be able to follow the rest of your work um, okay, I will. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, I think that's an also an important piece that is often missed too is like, and I think it's connected to how you described the way that you launched your project is just that mm-hmm. oftentimes when we become mothers, some folks actually feel like they get stuck and then it's not about them anymore. Mm-hmm. They become sacrificial 
and selfless uh-huh. and it's all about the children. And I think that's important. Uh-huh. Right? We do need to put our kids are a, are a priority, but they should Absolutely. have a priority. And we give ourselves no self care, no love, no support, exactly. you know, no nur- nurturing and of our of ourselves as parents. And so. I really appreciate the art that you're doing is really about centering the children, but also the parent and the mother, because it's that invisible labor. It's that invisible, like emotional love and going like beyond, Mm -hmm. beyond for our children. But then at the point of like um, not taking care of ourselves. And so I think honoring mothers for who they are and what they do um, beyond just Mother's Day, you know, like you're doing a hundred days because <laughs> you know we normally only get okay. one day a year, which is Mother's Day. Okay. <laughs> you're like, no, yep. days. <laughs> yes, um, we need about one third of the year, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I think, like, I feel like that's a call. Your work is beautiful, and you're calling folks forward to actually seeing the beauty of themselves as mothers. Um, and seeing the beauty in the part that are candid and hard. So really Yes, thank you. The last thing that you hinted on in the last question was around the lack of diversity that you see in illustration. And it is Black History Month. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, all things Black this month about Black identity, Black representation. Um, and also, like, Black Panther just came out. Wakanda forever. Right. Wakanda forever. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm literally doing the crisscross across my chest. <laughs> <laughs> because, Everywhere. <laughs> because representation is so important. And I think yes, you think about that in terms of like the big screen and in music and in fashion. Um, but we don't often think about it in terms of like digitizing things and graphics. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you know, I don't think about that. I don't realize that like all the little um little graphics and illustrations for websites or like how to's and manuals are all little white yes. figures, you know, are little white drawings. Um, uh-huh. And so I really just, I'm thinking about the work that you're doing and that's around centering um, black mothers. And I'm wondering like, um, are there more pieces in that kind of framing around representation of black identity across the diaspora, right? The range of blackness uh-huh. um, coming forward to help, parents and children from you yeah so I mean I have a lot of ideas I'm like such an idea person that I have to like buckle down and (laughs) choose what I'm gonna focus on but this year I am uh, trying to focus on actually creating more of that work in my own home because I don't want to be somebody that tells people how or shares all these amazing ways to do stuff with your kids, and I'm not doing it with mine. So, um, mm-hmm. because, like, that's, I mean, and that's real, and I think that that's happened to me in, like, the first couple years of business. So I'm like, no, I have to um, create these things for my own kids so that I'll have the experience and as well as my kids will be able to say, yes, my mom did this with us um, before I share it with others. So, at this point, I'm more of in the research phase of things, but I have some really, really, really exciting um, things coming in in so many different ways. So in some ways of um, like coloring books and books, I've done, I do a lot of ch- children's book illustrations, 
but I've never written my own book and I've wanted to do a book for a very long time. But I just, I'm like, I got to write it. I have to write it because I can do the artwork. I just have to write it. So um, there's a book that I have been wanting to do um, about a little black girl. And um, that is something that I I am planning to work on this year. Now that it doesn't mean it's coming out this year, but it's something that I'll be working on behind the scenes um, nice. as well as, like I said, yeah. So as well as, like I said, coloring books, there's a couple of different um hand painted like pieces of jewelry and keychains and things that I want to do that focus on um, just like empowering moms and kids and um, representing diversity in those pieces and um, stuff that my my son and my daughter can rock and I can share it with other people and so I really just feel like a, a strong pull to like do it for my kids first and then share it with the world and so um that is my focus this year and so I mean it could be in the middle of the year it could be uh early next year but there will be some really cool pieces coming out um from from me that will that will definitely cover you know what you what you said and the diversity and and black motherhood and representation and all of that because um, it's so necessary and it's like when I don't when I go out and like I said I've come from being a kid and just being like I need to create something that I don't see it and I've always been like that so if I don't see something for myself or for my kids and I'm like this is in my wheelhouse I can do this I will make it and so I really want to focus on doing that this year awesome well we will be looking forward to it um and yeah, immediately when I was looking at your artwork, I was like, this could totally be in a kid's coloring book, or it could even be a coloring book for mamas or for parents, you know, like I have coloring yes. books nowadays, because, you know, it's the new, you know, wave is like adult coloring books and art therapy coloring yes. books. Um, and I was looking at your art, and I was like, I've seen you have some videos on like Instagram of yourself creating the art. Um, and mm -hmm. so you get in like it's black and white form and then you see it colored in and I was like well technically the black and white form could be a coloring book you know right <laughs> you can do that. and then you can put like quotes from each mom next to their picture and then it could be like a mothering series of sheets or a that's sheets. a really good idea so I'm like there's you know, you already <laughs> I'm like you already have the materials but um yeah I do I do really like I really hear you and saying like you want to do it for your kids first and I really respect that and so you know do it for the babies and then hopefully we will get a taste of it um so that we can share yeah. with our babies as well and then the other piece I just want to acknowledge that you shared is just around the piece of resourcefulness so you described mm -hmm. when you were a child growing up y'all didn't have everything that you needed and so you had to use what you had and create things on your own and so just mm -hmm. thinking about mothers and parents who are listening um who may feel like they don't have everything and it's like yeah we're very resourceful as a people like black folks african-american mm -hmm. super resourceful super resilient um mm -hmm. you know back you know the saying we can make a dollar out of 15 cents like we can make it stretch okay and so mm -hmm. um just wanting <laughs> folks like hold on until until gina creates her coloring books and <laughs> and other right we got um we gonna work with gina to get us some stuff to really help our kids to see themselves and for other um, black parents to see themselves and feel seen and be um 
valued as the important revolutionary women that they are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so thank you for that work that you're doing. Could you tell folks how to find your work, website, Instagram? Yeah. So the easiest way to find all of it is to go to spoonfuloffaith.com. And I have my social media links there. Um, but if you want to just look me up on Instagram, it is a spoonful of faith. And um, the hashtag is 100 days of motherhood, S-O-F. And if you go to my Instagram account, I have my art studio tag there. And if you go there, you'll see, you'll see a lot of the work that way too. So it's pretty easy. Like I said, if you forget all of that, just go to foodfulface.com and you'll be able to find the rest of it. <laughs> and if you're listening and you want an illustration of your beautiful children, your beautiful black selves and your children and also mm-hmm. your parenting, you also do illustrations as well. And you also do um, workshops and gatherings. Yeah. And what are some other things that folks can look you up for? Yeah, so um, I... I'm a full-functioning, like, design studio, so I actually, um, just in the past year, focused a little bit more on logo and branding design, and I love to work with women of color because I understand them. I think sometimes you go to people and you want to get a logo or you want to get a design, and it's like you're speaking in a different language, but um, it's empowering to work with a Black woman on a Black business, and so... Um, I do that type of work as well as um, illustration, like portrait illustrations. I do, um, like I said, children's book illustrations. I've now illustrated four children's books. And so um, pretty much anything you can think of somebody can draw or design, I probably have a hand in it. Um, So illustration needs, even like book covers, I do a lot of different things. So if you go to my website and look at my portfolio, I'm in the process of updating it to add even more, but you'll get a good idea of like the type of work that I do. Awesome. So all your needs, Mm -hmm. illustration and graphic and design can be met here. Support black women. um, Gina holiday. All right. Well, I think that is all our time. Thank you so much for sharing um, your beautiful work and for centering black mothering Um, and really creating the images and visuals so that we are seen um, in the places where we're often invisibilized. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm excited to share my work and um, just excited to share your message as well. I think it's awesome what you're doing. And so I'm just honored to be a part of this. Yeah. Thank you.